You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello, Jason. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, it's great to be back here. Yeah. I, you might notice this lightness in my voice. Yeah. You maybe are noticing that. I'm certainly feeling it. Just got back from a fantastic vacation. That's right. A week-long vacation up at Bass Lake near Yosemite. Fancy. Oh, yes. It was so fancy. With my whole family. And my husband's whole family. There were like 25 of us up there. That's amazing. Water skiing and jet skiing and wakeboarding and floating in the water and playing dominoes and eating too much. And I oh love my it. god, it was wonderful. So who, much sun and so much fun. Who won at dominoes? Me. Good for you. Clearly. <laughs> oh, did you actually not win? No, I absolutely oh, won. Oh, you did? Yes. Yes. No one's here to defend themselves against this accusation, so sure, yes, I, I mean, won. as we've no said on this podcast, me. we're not always 100% accurate, yeah, but we so just say what we think. Yeah, I, 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 no, I researched it. I won. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. No, it was awesome. It's it's great to be back to life again. Um, it, this one was, it, you know, some vacations are, like, great, but they're not relaxing. Yes. This one was great. And relaxing. What? And it's such a I nice change that. to come back to like really feeling refreshed. You know. Yeah. So I don't do those. Yeah. I When's want the last to. Time you had a vacation. Uh, cruises. If you're on a cruise, you cruises. have to relax. Cruises can be that. Yeah. 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 That's one reason I like cruises. Another reason is because the hotel just comes right along with you. I know. You don't have to keep packing up. Just unpack once. Yeah. Or don't unpack. Live out of your suitcase. What do I care? You do you, mister. All right. Yeah. Just have a pina colada and forget about it. I don't like pina coladas. Then have a goddamn frozen mojito. What do I care? (laughs) Now, now, vacation's over. Now, finally. (laughs) You ruined it for me. Welcome home. <laughs> it's good to be back. Welcome to the real world where it sucks. Yeah, but I missed you, and I missed coming here, and it's fantastic to be back in the studio. Yay, we're happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. You doing good? Good. Yeah, we're doing great. We've got a family of raccoons living in our yard, which is terrifying and cute all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I, they've been trying to go after my tomatoes, but they have not succeeded. Oh, in the ongoing saga of Jason's tomatoes. I know. Yeah. I get... We have so many tomatoes. Why have they not succeeded? Are they caged or whatever? Um, the th- tomatoes, not the raccoons. I, I was like, well, <laughs> Don't yeah, keep no. a caged family of raccoons in your so backyard and then complain that they're yeah, around. No, like that would be really it. weird. <laughs> uh, no, I put a bird netting around it, and so uh, like you have to be crafty to get into it. Well, raccoons are famously crafty. Yeah, one of them did get in, mm, but then I... The craftiest cla- <laughs> among them. I clapped my hands a bunch of times, and then it ran away. Oh, cool. So they don't like clapping. No, They apparently. don't like applause. I, I guess they're really solo artists, I guess. The, uh, Lady Gaga scares them with her song. Oh, because she, lo- she lives for the applause. Yeah. Applause, but applause. the raccoons live for the tomatoes to tomatoes apparently where we were on vacation at bass lake is where the movie great outdoors was filmed do you remember that movie yeah and that movie had uh, a whole family of raccoons that had conversations and shit so uh, i i imagine that you were having a similar experience with the raccoons that we were having up at bass lake so it makes me feel more connected to you know i like that i love that me too uh-huh. I'm glad we're both well, feeling good. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about, uh, shall we jump into the show? Yes. Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about the bright spot. Yes. First, which will be my only contribution to the show this uh, week. It's not the only because contribution. Because I have checked out. No, I've checked out entirely. <laughs> You're not going to check out once the topic comes into play. <laughs> Perhaps not. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. I never know what we're going to talk about, and this is no different, and I just... It's this a... week, you haven't even given me any hints or anything. No, mean. I just want you to... Yeah, just... Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, so I'll get through this fast. So our bright spot this week is the Muncie, Indiana. Okay. Animal shelter. We're back at animal shelter. I love just, this. I just love how cities are interacting and promoting their animal shelters to get these animals cared for and adopted rather than euthanized. Yeah. You know, so they're really paying attention to this. So in Muncie, Indiana, uh, the police did a two-week stretch, basically, where... You could pay parking tickets with cat food or litter. 
They oh, had 350 cats that they were caring for at the animal shelter, which was putting a big strain on their funding, you know, what, what they could do. Yeah. And so for two whole weeks in Indiana, it, in Muncie, you could pay unpaid parking tickets with a comparable donation in cat food or litter. Did it have to, to the match shelter. exactly, or was it like within $10? I think it was close. Uh, you bring in a receipt with the thing, so you, if you get close, I think. Or maybe slightly, you have to hit it and maybe go over. I don't know exactly, but it was like a comparable, just pay your... In the ballpark. Yeah, exactly. That's Pay great. your ticket with these uh, cat food or litter supplies and stuff to the shelter. And it took a huge burden off of the shelter. Yeah. You know, and so it paid down the, uh, it, they didn't have to use their funds uh, as much. I love And this. dozens of people took advantage of it. And they got hundreds of pounds of food and litter and, like, you know, supplies donated for the cats that they were caring for. That's great. And uh, so that was going on in Muncie, Indiana, this week. But it also, when I found out about that, I found out there are similar programs in other cities like Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, they just launched a program where you can pay your parking tickets in school supplies. <gasps> love that. I love that too. Love that. So that's a very good idea, Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, maybe some people will be inspired to get educated there. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe. You don't know their life. You don't know. And in Vancouver, BC, like during the Christmas season, you can pay for unpaid parking tickets in donated toys. Paying parking tickets to an unnamed entity like the city, you know, doesn't feel good. It doesn't no. give you a sense of civic duty. It just feels like a penalty for something that you might have felt justified in doing in the first place, right? Right. But if you can actually buy supplies or direct your money, because it's the same thing. The city still gets that amount of money in something, right? Right. But you, you can know actually going. feel like you're donating to a thing instead of just paying for uh, a, a punishment. Right. You know, just paying your punishment. So I, I love that, the, that cities are doing this kind of thing because I would absolutely opt into a, you know, if I had an array of things that I could like specifically target. Yeah. Say an animal shelter or, you know, toys or, or any of these things. Uh, these are really great ideas and I would feel like more engaged with my own city. Right. If I had to pay for these things like in a comparable donation. That kind yeah. Of, and of it, supplies. And you can, it, in addition to that, like you then get to see your money going to good things. That's right. You get to see the hard work. At, right. The, the Instead hard... of just going to this like thing that's just a, a big like drain of money that you're just throwing more money into. Right. You really see you know where it's going and you know that it's going to be beneficial in this one specific area. And yeah. it feels more important to do that than just to pay your fine. I like that. Well done, Muncie, Indiana. I hope more places take advantage of that and start doing it. I hope so it. too. I hope we do it something similar like that here. Right, maybe I'll call my reps. Call your reps. Tell them to do that. That's right. And, uh, you know, because I occasionally get parking tickets. I would have liked to have, like, paid for some dog chew toys rather than Aww. just give my money to the, the damn treasury of the city. Yeah. Yeah. I love dog chew toys. Me too. So I chew on looking. them myself. I I haven't done that. And then I give them to my dogs. You want to show them To your, soften them up. You're alpha. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> it's like a mama bird eating the food and then vomiting in the mouth. It's like that. Yeah. I do that with my dogs, too. I eat their food, and then I... I feel to them from my mouth. Absolutely repulsive. I, hey, you have to establish dominance. All you need to do is put your hand in the food so they smell it. Oh. Well, I'm going to try that now because dog food's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have for the bright spot. Uh, love the increase in civic pride. Do it, people. All right. What do you got for us this week? Jason T. Gaffney, how are you going to ruin this nice feeling we got going? Bodily functions. Great. Light of like match. Regurgitation. Okay, light a match. We're in a bathroom, sure. Make it rain. Is there some kind of fecal rain happening? <laughs> Do you see? I was on vacation. Days ago, I was on vacation. I could not, and now I feel like I could not have crashed down harder. Thank you, asshole. That's right. <laughs> We're going to talk about professional farters. Oh, sure. My husband's on that circuit. <laughs> They're also known as a fartist. Or a flatulist. Yes! A fartist? <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> if I was doing this, though, I would insist on being called a fartiste. A fartiste. <laughs> so, Professional farters? Who's paying these people? What country yeah. is this in? So I learned this past week that people throughout history have received precious coin for expelling air through their anal lips. Throughout history? Really? <laughs> oh, God. 
yep. Lord. So we're going to take a long journey. Good God. Okay. Now is the time. Like, a lot of podcasts will have me like, um, this episode might not be appropriate for children, right? This episode is incredibly appropriate for children. <laughs> we're going to be talking about farting, okay? I've got two nephews. They're 9 and 11. They're going to tune in hard for this one. <laughs> he said fart. <laughs> For a nine-year-old, farting is the same thing as sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So as you just said, Mm -hmm. farting has been a part of humor for almost all time. Sure. Right? For example, Mm -hmm. the oldest joke in the world is a fart joke. Well, really? I mean, prove that. The University of Wolverhampton (laughs) claims that the Sumerians in 1900 BC wrote a joke that read, quote, Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. That's the joke. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. You do have to understand ancient Sumerian culture to yeah. get it. <laughs> but I totally do. And God damn, that's funny. I just love, by the way. You oh, could, my God. You couldn't see this at home. She didn't fart in his lap. Oh, shit. <laughs> But uh, but Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's face. I'm sorry. I gotta re- I gotta I gotta recover from. Oh, but Kevin's face when I Woo! said it initially was so blank because he was trying so hard to understand it. <laughs> but, but then I remembered Sumerian culture, all of it, and then oh my god, <laughs> so funny after that. So I just love it. Like I don't understand it, and I just I mean, just part of me it's like maybe I'm overthinking well, it. Well, let's pause to explain Sumerian culture to you. Oh, now, that is really now funny. We're back. Yeah, yeah. great. Okay. Uh, so Jason gets it now. Okay. Professional farters would date as far back to the fifth century. They didn't. Let's let's be honest. They didn't date a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They got a lot of coin. <laughs> Professional fart. I'd rather the person I'm with who farts all the time get paid for it than it's just. So sad. This is not a job option anymore. Ah. Uh... Oh. So it would date back to the 5th century, right? Mm-hmm. When one of my favorite names in history, mm-hmm. St. Augustine of Hippo. Oh, sure. Remember yeah. him? Yes, I remember him. Uh, would write about the farters saying that they, quote, produced at will such musical sounds from <gasps> their behind without any stink that they seem to be singing from the region. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like... Ah. It's like throat singing, but it's like rectum singing. <laughs> I just like, whistle while you work. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the professional farter really, really excelled at those songs. Excelled, he wrecked them. <laughs> I just like the idea of like, oh, you have a very timid fart. Perhaps if you use your diaphragm more. No, it's just an alto. Oh. <laughs> I have a soprano anus. <laughs> Good God. My anus is a bass. <laughs> All right. Our first hero, we're going to learn a couple heroes mm, in this story. Our first wait. hero of the story is a court minstrel to the English King Henry II. Okay. In the 12th century, named Roland. Okay. Uh, he had him Roland in the eyes. Yeah. He was also known as Roland the Farter. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, that's your name? Yeah. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. All stand for, to, for the entrance of Roland the Farter. <laughs> Ooh, what's his skill? <laughs> and Mother said I'd amount to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said to that. <laughs> So, he had the most stressful and time-sensitive job of them all. (laughs) Stressful. My husband farts when he's stressed. (laughs) Sometimes he'll be like, oh, I can't believe... I mean, it's a bodily, like, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah, I for guess, some but I, don't, I, I get, I get, I, I, I fart like people do, but I don't ever like have a fart response to stress. <laughs> I have like, the, if I get super stressed, mm-hmm. I like tighten up and hold everything in. Right. And then it's worse because then I get bloated, so <laughs> I'm stressed and bloated. It's just not great. No. All right. So, quote from uh, newrepublic.com: mm-hmm. "Quote every Christmas during the court's riotous pageant." 
He performed a dance that ended with one jump, one whistle, and one fart, executed wow. simultaneously. Whoa! So that's a pretty stressful... Yeah. Like I can't even, like, I, I couldn't even pretend to imitate that on radio. <laughs> We'd need two of us to do it. I know. <laughs> oh, our timing's off. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'm sure you're wondering why he got in compensation for performing this feat every single year at Christmas. I was. I was. He was gifted between 30, I'll say. 30 to 100 acres of land <laughs> and a manor home Wait, for his between talents. every year he was gifted 30 to 100 acres of land? No. Depending so, on how good the fart was, I guess? He, this he, was a 30 acre year. Yeah, that, that fart wasn't as moist. Tremendous! Yeah. <laughs> 97 acres! <laughs> That fart could have been heard in the rafters. You get all the acres. Um, no, so basically there were two websites. One said 30, one said 100. Oh, well. Okay. So I decided to just split the difference. It was 62. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but what they didn't dispute was that he got a home, like a manor home, like mm-hmm. a giant manor mm-hmm. for his talents. Wow. To live in. He's basically just set. So the most talented fartist, fartiste. That ever was. Yeah. Okay. So he started his work originally back with Henry the First. Oh. Uh, but would find his reign would come to an end uh, when he would lose his manor after Henry the Third would take the throne. What? Because Henry the Third was not amused by farts. Oh no! And he was like, I will. So he took not. the house. Yeah. He's like, you don't get a house no more. Holy crap! And the guy's couldn't like, couldn't we just let him go into retirement at this point? He's three kings in. Yeah. He's going to be like seventy. <laughs> well, he's probably like 15. <laughs> to be more real. Oh, yeah, true. Reigns were not then what they're like today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, farting in the medieval times was a little bit of a sticky subject. You mean the actual medieval times, not yeah. at a restaurant? Because I feel like farting <laughs> in the medieval times restaurant is fine. Yeah. You really, you can't avoid it. Well, the food's going to make you exactly. fart. Exactly. <laughs> Can you just hear it like, who farted in thou court? Everyone. <laughs> Oh. I did. Oh, me too. Oh, I did. I was so embarrassed to say, but it was me too. (laughs) I am Farticus. I am Farticus. (laughs) No, I'm Farticus. (laughs) Wow. So, all right. It was sticky subject back then because... You had to say it again, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Because apparently it was one of the few things that brought the classes together (laughs) and equalized everyone. So, like, rich people and poor people all farted. Everybody loves to fart. Yeah. Quote from the book titled, On Farting, Laughter and Language in the Middle Ages. Okay. A whole fucking book book on this. A whole book? Okay. I feel like that's a pamphlet, like, at best. A journal article, maybe. 300 pages or something. Christ, a whole... A lot of a lot of terrible illustrations, I hope. So, quote, farting carries the, uh, this reminder that the body behaves on its own, mm. and there is nothing you can do about it. It reminds us that our bodily freedom is limited. Okay. Which is, like, kind of cool, because it's like... It's a yeah, great they, equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll see you both in the bathroom tonight. <laughs> Hot. Because I serve beans to this royal court. Oh, my God. I went to El Coyote the other day, like, on Sunday. I mean, I'm still feeling it. <laughs> Where did you go? El Coyote, a Mexican restaurant on, on Beverly. Where is that? On Beverly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, is it good? Like, yeah, it's great. It's I've been there forever, been. too. Oh. Uh, but I mean, I'm feeling the beans is all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you don't have beans a lot, that, that's normal. Yeah. 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 Stay They're there. a magical fruit. Mm. The more you eat. No, we're not doing it. The more you Go go right ahead and say it. I edit this thing. <laughs> Toot. <laughs> You're so amused. Like you didn't know what was coming next. <laughs> so if that wasn't enough, just the fact that it equalized everyone in the yeah. Middle Ages, everyone back then knew that farts were created by the uh, decomposition of the food that they ate. Oh, did uh, they? And they sort of did. Okay. And they thought it meant that their bodies were breaking down too. Oh. And so if you farted a lot, then you were getting closer to death. Wow. So they're like, don't fart. This is like the limited number of heartbeats theory. Yeah. Yeah. Or like how some people think you have a finite amount of energy. Right. And so they don't exercise. Right. And they just eat Well, they do gesticulate while they speak, though, so it's fine. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
That's the worst terminology you could use for that. No, it isn't. You ready for the worst terminology <laughs> no. we'll probably ever hear on this podcast? Yeah. Trump farting. Oh, God. There you go. It probably comes out like, Trina. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how he names all his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Junior. <laughs> Jesus. A little aftershock fart. All right. We now know mm-hmm. that if you fart a lot, it actually means that your body is in great shape. Hey, great. And it means that you have oh, healthy bacteria. My husband is the fittest man in the world. I know. <laughs> you got healthy bacteria in his innards. It sure does. So let's just say that I've been eating healthier as of late. Oh, no. And Sorry, Matt. Matt and I have been having some battles. <laughs> And uh, it's not been fun. There's nope. been some statements said, some laughters had, uh-huh. some tears shed. Sure. Both from laughter. Like just the farts that make your eyes water, that yeah, kind of tear. There's yeah. a couple that some happened. bad ones. One, Matt has actually gotten to the point where he doesn't like run away mm. like I still do um, because I gag. Mm-hmm. He actually farted the other night where I almost threw up because it was that bad. <laughs> I ran into the bathroom because I almost <laughs> had to throw up. Um, but th- he doesn't run away anymore. Mm-hmm. I had one recently where he like fled. Wow. It was that. And I even was Congratulations. like. I covered my own face. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that my husband was the one for me. I might have told this story before. I'm not sure. But I knew my husband was the one for me when I farted in the car and I tried to roll down the windows and he rolled them back up and said, solidarity. <laughs> and I was like, he's a fucking keeper. Yep. Now, as I'm sure you guessed it, yes. Roland wasn't the only fartist in history. Well... No, he was just one of the great masters. Yeah. He also was not the only fartist during this time period. No. Um, in Ireland, there were a bunch of Irish farters who would basically dine with the king and fart when he wanted it. Wow. That feels stressful. He's I mean... like, uh, I, Patty, fart. <laughs> and then he laughs and he says, good show. You're really put on the spot. More ale for Patty. <laughs> Beans. Can I have please, sire? Beans. <laughs> Colin, a big one. <laughs> it was a little flourish at the end. Yeah. Well done, Colin. I thank you, sir. <laughs> I just like, it's wild to me that these kings were like, I need, like, here's the thing. Life was shitty back then. There was so, no TV. Let's yeah, be honest. It's you like, know? this is their, their, like, who can make the loudest fart? I'm so tired of jugglers. <laughs> it's the same three channels. Juggling, fire breathers, and farters. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I'm sure you guessed it, yeah. farting culture exists worldwide. Well, sure. Farting is culture. So, my favorite thing that I learned during this adventure is that there is a Japanese scroll titled Mm -hmm. The King of Farts. Oh, wow, there's a whole king of farts. Yeah. Oh, I I, I should have spoke too early. I guess the king was probably the most successful farter of all time. Not the guy with them. Look, a king of farts. You can't take his palace away from him. I know. Okay? Not like the poor Roland. So, basically, the main character in this story... Mm Mm-hmm would dance and fart for royalty. Okay. And then he uh, had a rival. Oh. But he beat his rival, who attempted to do the same thing, uh, the same farty dance. Sure. Uh, because the rival, instead of able to do the fart dance, just shot himself instead. Uh, and it was basically like, don't try to be a fartist if you can't handle That's right. The- if you can't hang with the big boys. Yeah. What did I... He sharded, which is like, I heard Alec Mappa say, it's like when a fart picks up a hitchhiker. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. That's got to feel really embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Oh, that was a pretty good one, but you ready for this? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that smell is just terrible. <laughs> and I heard nothing. <laughs> what have you done? It was silent but deadly. <laughs> Everyone just dies. So <laughs> this uh, this particular scroll was written around uh, 1,185-ish. Okay. So back then, I guess there were people in Japan who had a thing called fart battles. Oh, right. And it was recorded. Well, they, yeah, they couldn't lip sync because music didn't have lyrics yet. <laughs> yeah. So the, the fart battles were basically recorded and stored on scrolls. Oh, or something. Okay. So I have an image for you. Really? Yeah. Are you going to show me something? We're going to show you an image, oh, and you're going to describe it for our listeners. Okay. 
But while we're, before we do that, have you ever seen like Vogue battles? Right, like that drag yeah, thing. Yeah, where like pose. Yeah, pose. Like pose. Yeah, I love pose, pose right? yeah. So every time they squat down, imagine them farting. Oh from now my on. god! No, I, yes. you're ruining that show for me. It's such a good show. You're welcome. <laughs> Go watch. <laughs> <laughs> It's faster. They they do like the, the tiny spots. Yeah. All right. So here's the image. What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> oh my god! Ow! So One, de- two, three. What? So describe Who's, this. Uh, I can hardly. There's people stacked on. <laughs> I see at least one, two, three, four people farting, <laughs> and someone is. Uh, well, show show how the farts to drawn. Oh, I see. So okay. On the left side, there are people stacked on each other. One, two, three people in like a fart pyramid. But on the right <laughs> side, there's only one farter, but it seems like that person's winning because on the right side, that person has people with fans. So the people the people are fanning the right side fart at the left side farters. And not only is the right side fart getting in the faces and butts of the left side farters, but the left side farters' farts are turning right back at them because of the fans. So you don't need three people farting. You just need one person farting and a couple people fanning, and you win. Exactly. That's what we got going on in this scroll right here. Yeah, this scroll is truly amazing. And by the way, they are pantless. That's the other thing. Well, yeah. They they they, they have. Well, they have. Yeah, they have tops on, but they, they have, have their no... shirts on. But they're they're Winnie the Pooh, basically. Well, sure. I mean, they're Donald Duck. But I mean, I I would have assumed that that was. In a fart battle, I feel like that's a necessary thing. Yeah. Maybe when entertaining and farting, I think it's less important that you're bottomless. <laughs> but in Perhaps. a battle. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need just, maximum distance. You need, uh, mm-hmm. That, to me, just, I feel like I would be fleeing. I would just be like, you win, you win, bye. I just don't understand, because this was a traditional thing, right? Why, why did the left team not bring any fans? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know either. Amateurs. It's, yeah. Amateurs. <laughs> Maybe they, they deserve to lose. The collective amount of their fart would just overwhelm. Yeah, he only has one farter. We have three. <gasps> oh, no! We forgot the fans! No! <laughs> Push the thoughts out harder. Uh, it smells so terrible. <laughs> All right. Now we have reached a wonderful moment well, in this I, story. I've been living in a wonderful moment this whole episode. <laughs> so the <laughs> most... <laughs> Occasionally I'm just going to make a fart noise. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> the most famous uh, of the fart performers of mm-hmm. all time is a Frenchman named Joseph Pujol. The, it's the cheese. It may be. It was a lactose intolerant Frenchman. <laughs> so the French are intolerant of so much, but you get a lactose intolerant one. <laughs> he can be a king. Yeah. What, so what's his name? Uh, Joseph Pujol. Okay. He was a normal kid enjoying. Eh. He was enjoying performing for others, like just being like known as uh, a farter. And, no, no, just playing the trombone and just like being a kid and being like, "Look at me, pay attention to me." How was I supposed? Excuse me, how was I supposed to know that being a normal kid in France at the time was playing the trombone? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to history. <laughs> okay, so one day in his youth, uh-huh. he found out that he was actually much more talented than he thought prior. Mm-hmm. I am a trombone. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like how vampires don't need to reach for their weapon. They are the weapon. Ooh. That's from Buffy. Is it? I wish I could take credit for it, but you, that's from Buffy. You should have anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Joseph would go swimming in the ocean. Okay. And he wanted to dive down under the water, right? Mm-hmm. So, but he needed a way to propel himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did he do, right? What do you do when you're going to dive under the water? Bring a giant bell with you. No, who brings a bell under the water? Bell diving. What? That's a thing. That's a thing? Yes. Oh, There's that's... air in the bell, you see, and you drop the bell down, and then you, you can go into the bell and breathe some air and then go underwater farther. No. It's early scuba. That's a thing? Yes. Really? It really is. All right. Well, I'm going to look <laughs> that up because I don't know about that. But he decided to take a deep breath of air. Okay. So that he could hold his breath while he's under the water. Okay, sure. There's two ways to do it. So he inhaled big, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he inhaled air, right? But then he had a strange thing happen. He, he farted, didn't he? He inhaled through his butthole a lot of seawater. <laughs> oh, my God. The face. The face. 
I wish you guys could have seen Kevin's no, face. No. It was... He so, was so not expecting that. So, okay, so we're learning why enema is a French term, okay? <laughs> yes. So, a lot of seawater went up his butt. Mm-hmm. All right? And it was cold. Mm-hmm. So, he was startled by having suddenly a lot of cold water up his butt. <laughs> we're going to do a historical reenactment of how this sounded. <gasps> back to shore <laughs> where then he found that a lot of water was leaking out of his anus sure well yeah it was like happen. just pouring out of him he's like yeah. why is there so much water coming out my butt yeah um so he got a bit freaked sure he decided to go see a doctor okay and the doctor was like yeah sometimes that happens yeah sometimes that happens <laughs> <laughs> when does that yeah sometimes happen so what is so this is what being a normal french kid is <laughs> Is what you're saying? I guess. I guess everyone in France inhales water in their butt. I don't I know. I suppose. <laughs> I just love the fact that the doctor was just like, "Yeah, it's cool. You're cool. Don't worry. You just invented the enema. Yeah, it's fine." So the doctor's like, "Yeah, bro, have fun." So Joseph, um, after learning that it was, don't worry. Fun, now you are ready to bottom. <laughs> you are how we say a hungry bottom, <laughs> just devouring everything from your anus. <laughs> Is that is how we say it? Yes. <laughs> so uh, Joseph decided to experiment with his newfound power. Now that he's given the clear, right? I would take this out for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what else I can suck up there. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He became. <laughs> Ah, he invented power bottoming. This is incredible. So, quote from damninteresting.com. Okay. Quote, he soon found that with a little abdominal control, Mm -hmm. he could deliberately suck water in through his anus Mm. and project it back out with impressive force, Mm. creating a spout of several meters. Mm. (laughs) He became a fountain. Mm. It's the wrong end. Which is he, so found, great. he found pretty steady work at Versailles, I'm guessing. <laughs> Bring in the diarrhea fountain. <laughs> we have a whole new genre of entertainment. <laughs> so, um, by the time he was a fully grown man, mm-hmm. he uh, was able to shoot the water five meters away. Five, that's 15 feet. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That's impressive control. <laughs> I hope it wasn't all salt water. Oh, it's going to do some damage, I feel like. <laughs> the doctor said it's cool, bro. That's fine. <laughs> so you have fish poop in your butt. You have your own poop in your butt. It's just well, poop. I just mean that it's a lot of salt to have up in your oh yes. in your biome there. Now you have gout. <laughs> you can have a very long career. Just watch your cholesterol. <laughs> So, before long, Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph learned that the power of suction (laughs) worked not only with water, but with air as well. Oh, good. And as a result, he could fart on command. Well. And and so his fellow... Also, he didn't have to spend so much time in ponds. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to be wet all the time. (laughs) My bottom half has been pruny since 1804. (laughs) Wait, what year are we? Uh, We are in the... Uh, Mid 1800s. Mid mid 1800s. Yeah. Okay. His fellow classmates, as he was growing up, would enjoy his skills Mm because he would fart to disrupt class. Sure. Um, He was quickly becoming popular for his talent. So Mm -hmm. it's like he's like the rush, the rush. Absolutely. Um, This is a career. (laughs) As he got older, fortunately there uh, was a like a career path. Like he went to the high school counselor. (laughs) Counselor's like, have you thought about using your anus Mm -hmm. for work? All the time! (laughs) (laughs) So, when he got older, he ended up joining the army, Mm -hmm. uh, and his army mates were all like, He is like a weapon of mass destruction right by himself, right? And uh, they basically would cheer him on as he sharpened his skills. Sharpened his skills. Yeah. That fight was a sharp one. Yes. It was acrid. Yeah. (laughs) When When I joined the French Legion, I thought I would see the world. 
I did not know I would smell the world. <laughs> All right. So before long, he was able to control the speed and power the farts would come out of his butt. I love this. It's he an was origin story for the worst superhero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't Florida man. No, I know. Second worst. So he was also able to change the notes and the tone and the volume. Wow. The, of the speed and everything. So he's like learning how yeah. to play it. Wow. Um, so he was able to perform I songs with his gay. butt. I really hope he was gay. Because, you know. The power. Well, no, I, I just, I think, I feel like he was so butt-centric that maybe he would have had a way better time if he was gay. What was ironic, though, is he was a total top. Oh, damn. I know. Damn it, what a waste. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so after his time in the army, mm -hmm. he would go back home to Marseille, mm -hmm. uh, where he grew up and everything, mm -hmm. and he would open a brand muffin bakery. Uh, which was beloved. Perfect. <laughs> Just like to keep himself in shape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole village, town, city, whatever, loved his bakery. He was super popular. Sure. And so he There's a particular smell at four in the morning <laughs> when they are so fresh. <laughs> it's a very ripe smell, sometimes stale. Mm. It is not particular to our town. It's warm. Mm. It makes your eyes water and your mouth water, too. <laughs> With tears. Mm. So, he could have just been a baker for the rest of his life and made a lot of money, right? I suppose. Hell, I don't know. But he was missing the performing that he I mean, he used I feel like do. there's going to be a world war in here at some point that's going to ruin things for him. <laughs> but yeah, barring that, he could have done very well as a baker. One, a war or two. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he missed his performing days, right? I'm sure. So, in 1887, he started performing at local halls and creating an act where he would sing songs such as uh, La Marseille and Au Claire de Lune from his butt. Mm -hmm. um, he would also start doing impressions with parts. <laughs> or the light of the moon. Yeah. But, like, also while mooning people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> So before long, he would take his act to Paris. Okay. And he would take his ass or his act? Both. Both. And, uh, One and the same. In 1892, he would get hired by the Moulin Rouge. 1892. For uh, his 90-minute show. 90 minutes? <laughs> they better be giving out nose plugs. So, okay, well, we'll get there about oh, that. man. Quote from Jim Dawson who is a music journalist and a self-proclaimed fartologist. <laughs> yep. He's self-proclaimed because it's not a profession. Not a job. Not yeah. a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to brag, but uh, I'm a fartologist. I'm, in fact, the only fartologist. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm the world's best fartologist. But, but I am by default. Yeah. <laughs> You're also the worst. <laughs> okay. So, Jim, right? <laughs> <laughs> The doctor of farts yes. is quoted saying, Fart quote, uh -huh. <laughs> he's quoted saying, quote, he dressed in a tuxedo and announced each sound as if he were presenting a music solo. Mm -hmm. Of course, the incongruence of a di dignified gentleman letting farts only added to the humor. Yeah. Which is like, great. I mean, like, so he knows his act. He got like, this guy knows what he's doing. He's sure. got to act. It's a polished thing by now. Yeah. Sure. So uh, I will not do an oboe. <laughs> so Joseph claimed that the audience shouldn't worry, though, uh, because he cleaned out his anus before the show, so his farts wouldn't Oh, sure, smell. with the water part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he douched. God, it feels like he was just constantly using that thing. There's got to be some pooching. Well, here's, here's the thing. All I can think of is, if only he was alive today, yeah. he would be the face of every douche company. <laughs> do <laughs> well, you douche? Ass. Like the commercial, do you douche? I always douche before I perform. <laughs> like a peep toad. All right, so he would sing songs with his butt, right? Okay. He would blow out candles with his butt. Wow. Uh, he would mimic thunderstorms with uh, his farts. Okay. So he, that's how he's able to like wow. let them flap out. And right. Like, blah, 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 blah. Right. He uh, guessed it on the uh, Garth Brooks uh, Thunder Rolls album. <laughs> that was him. And uh, he would perform in his first moments his famous 10-second long fart. Wow. That's a long fart. I know it is. Yeah. I know it is. So, okay. I've only ever managed to... Three, maybe. Three? That's yeah. it? And I've been practicing. <laughs> so the audience at Moulin Rouge, yeah. when they first saw it the first time, were like, what is happening? Sure. Oh, my God. This is amazing. It's hilarious. And they fell in love with him. Yeah, sure. So he became super popular. In fact, people, he would sell out all the time. 
And uh, women actually would often faint in the show, <laughs> not because he was farting, but because they were laughing and they couldn't breathe because of their corsets. Wow. This is unfair because I feel like women are at a serious disadvantage to have this as a performance opportunity. Right. Because of rules of decorum and the corsets itself. Right. So I'm starting and leading and ending the movement for equality for women fartists. We'll get there. Oh. So the theater actually had nurses on call for mm-hmm. when people would faint. Okay. Because that many people were fainting from wow. laughter. Jesus. Later in the act, it would get a little spicy. Oh, God. Did you have to say spicy? He would uh, uh, lower a flap from his butt to allow him to stick a small uh, plastic tube up his butthole. Okay. And then he would smoke two cigarettes, one from his mouth and one from his anus. Jason, I hate you. <laughs> Before I came here today, I had no knowledge of this. <laughs> and now I do, and, and I hate you. And you'll never forget My this. entire life before now has been thinking that a person could not smoke a cigarette <laughs> with his asshole. And now the entire rest of my life, I will be left feeling inadequate. <laughs> and that's your fault. So, <laughs> he would also use the tube mm. to blow out lights from far away. How far? <laughs> And then my favorite... God, it's like he's got lungs in there. He would attach it to an ocarina, oh. and he would play the ocarina. Wow. With his anus. Oh, so what's an ocarina? <laughs> so, you know the thing that's like... Oh, sure, yeah. It's that instrument. It's a little clay instrument with, like, a couple of holes, like a... Okay, and would he use his fingers to change the, the notes? He used the fingers for the notes, but he attached a tube to his butt for I the mouthpiece, <clears throat> so he's able to play it. Wow. While not using his mouth, so... I am a Frenchman who farts the ocarina. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> fartarina. <laughs> <laughs> so the show is a huge hit, right? Well, how could it not be? And he sold out for a long it's time. It's comedy gold. Well, people didn't really need to go back to see him again, because once you've seen it, you've seen it. I feel but like that's the case. they brought their friends. They okay. wanted to watch their friends react the first time. So, right. like, he was selling tickets. He's selling repeat tickets because people had to have other people see this. I They're understand. Like, so it's like it's like not watching two girls, one cup, but it's like watching people watch two girls, one cup. Exactly. Sure. The show's successful, right? It's, it's now selling out for a long time. Yeah. But on his off time, or there would be certain performances that would be exclusive. Uh, sure. Where he would be at the Moulin Rouge. Command performances. <laughs> he would perform for super wealthy men in the nude Ah. so they could see how it worked. Oh, good. So he was gay. <laughs> good. <laughs> Probably. I'm glad. I mean, there's a part of me though that's like, I just can't imagine paying someone to show me how their anus opens and closes. I guess it's kind of a... No, I mean, but look, there's all sort. It takes no, all of kinds of people to make a world, and this is absolutely still a fetish today. Sure. So I could, you know, if you have that fetish, you have a lot you. of money, and you have a person who's a professional fartist, uh, you know what? Eventually, those things are going to meet. They're going to meet up. Yeah, they're going to meet up. Well, what's, what, did you ever see, um, I think it's Pink Flamingos, where... No, I know about it, but I'd never seen so it. So there's a moment in it where there's this guy who puts his legs over his head, shows his butt to the camera, and you just see his anus open and close. Like, he had power to just do that. Okay. So I'm sure he probably had this talent. Yeah. No, he definitely had that but, talent. Uh, but, but I remember seeing that and being like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> and something I never thought to or wanted necessarily to see. But, but now I want to watch my friends watch that. Yeah. What's this, what's this impulse? Exactly. <laughs> so... Over time, uh, working at the Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. he was getting bored, right? And he actually ended up getting sued by the Moulin Rouge because he couldn't keep it in his pants. Keep what in his pants? His farts. Well, he would perform a sneak peek of his show at a gingerbread stall nearby, yeah. and it was a breach of contract. What? So they're like, you're performing your show on the your street. Your farts are exclusive for us. Yes. Wow. Um, so he ended up settling Wait a minute. Him. So this guy can be sued if he farts anywhere else but this building? No, if he does his show anywhere oh, okay, else. Okay, fine. He ended up settling with them. Okay. And uh, he ended up leaving the Moulin Rouge. Oh. And he opened his own theater. Hey! And would perform the show until World War One. Sure, I told you. Um, <laughs> the person who replaced well, him... Well, he started doing impressions of the plane. Yeah. He uh, he actually was replaced by a female fartist wow. at the Moulin Rouge. Hey, equality. Yeah. Cool. So, at least it's what I read on one of the sites. I don't know if it's true. 
Um, <laughs> so in World War One, he ended up stopping his show because a few of his sons were injured in the war mm. and became disabled. So he wanted to go help them. Yeah. Um, so he ended up moving back home uh, and opening his bakery again mm-hmm. so that he could be with them and have a more steady income and less volatile and stuff like that. Sure. And also, he'd he'd lived so much. Yeah, he'd done. He performed the Moulin Rouge. Okay, he did for years. So, quote from DamnInteresting.com: "Quote uh, when a medical school in Paris requested the privilege of examining the late uh, performer's famous anus, uh, the family declined, saying <laughs> they thought about naming the cookies that, but then went with Amos." <laughs> <laughs> the, the family declined, saying there are some things in this life which simply must be treated with reverence. Oh, and definitely the asshole of the person who used it as a performance yeah. is one of those things. Please, <laughs> if you had like, if you had fourteen francs, you could see it in person. <laughs> we have to keep it sacrosanct. Yeah, give me a break. So he would pass away. His butthole is the absolute opposite of private. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's seen it. It's yeah, yeah. So he would pass away in 1945 at the age of 88. Okay. He would not be the last major farter. He's the most famous worldwide. He would not be the ma- last major farter? No. This is getting perilously close to our own time right now. <laughs> in 1991. No. <laughs> no, I was alive for this. Paul Oldfield would oh. take the scene performing as Mr. Methane. He wears a uh, superhero outfit that is green. Yeah. With a cape and everything. He was on Britain's Got Talent, but oh. he did not win. Thank God. So he was not allowed to perform for the Queen. I'm... <laughs> but he was so hoping he could. Does the winner of Britain's Got Talent perform for the Queen? Yeah. All right. They perform for the royal court. Okay. Mr. Methane has been talked to about how he, how he can do this. Mm-hmm. How, like They're like, how do you do this? And he says he just can. He relaxes right. and tightens multiple muscles and inhales through his bum. Okay. And uh, That's still a job, I guess. He, so I'm talking now. I'm talking directly to my nephews. Get to work, guys. <laughs> You're like seriously behind. So your behinds are behind. He warns about laughing about when doing this, though. Um, <laughs> 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 it's like the fart battle. That's what that guy did. So. Quote, you're using your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Once the top end is laughing uncontrollably, there's no control downstairs. Oh, it's, oh, no. It's hard enough as it is when you're being serious. I feel like this guy needs to douche more. Yeah. If he's that concerned about it. <laughs> yeah. You might poop yourself. Yeah. Is that what he's saying? I think so. Well, yeah, no. Douching is the answer. So he is apparently still performing yeah. to this day. Mm-mm. So, Does it have to be today? <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm busy. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay. What is the bright side? What's the downside, man? <laughs> well, the bright side is that my nephews could actually have a career. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, farting's funny. Yeah. So this is kind of a win episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people and doctors and science actually learned a lot from the professional farters. Really? Well, yeah, okay. Well, they learned about the muscles and the stuff that butts are able to do, like <laughs> the fact that the muscles are stronger and you can butts relax are them. Amazing. <laughs> Did you know that? I had to do my own research on this, but it's true. <laughs> You'll leave no butt unturned. I will not. <laughs> as God is my witness. This butt has a more juicy sound. Oh! <laughs> Um, but, you know, because of these professional farters, they're, like, helping scientists learn, like, oh, you can do things down here that we didn't know before. Like, okay. squirt five meters I mean, of water. That's nice. But I guess uh, science for science's sake is cool. It's hard to see the application of this. <laughs> I guess a new propulsion system, perhaps, of some kind? Maybe. I, like, I don't know. Every little bit helps, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Just think of it, though. We can... Have a water gun fight oh. without the gun. <laughs> Jesus. It got in my mouth. <laughs> so gross. All right. We also learned over history that farts means a good body. If you're farting a lot, then you've got a healthy gut. Okay. So I think that I, I think the I think this has a really just pure bright side is that it brings these professional farters have brought joy to many people. Yeah. Period. And that, yeah, and it's it's also employed them. It's yeah. kept people who may not have had other career options. Uh, he was a baker, so. 
<laughs> well, what about, uh, you know, Roland? Roland? Roland had nothing to do but that. You're right. Yeah, Roland and, and then Mr. Methane. Yeah. Who knows what else he's good at? I'm guessing nothing, because it's 2019 and he's still doing that. So if it's, it feels like if like a situation in which if you can do anything else, do that thing. So if that's his job, I feel like there's not a lot else he could do. I like the idea. Of, I, I, you know, I shouldn't make fun. He's he's a he's a he's a performer. Performer, he's a, yeah. yeah. I like the idea though of like you know how like the they like the, someone's walking and then like someone with a trombone will follow. Be like, bump, 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 yep. like that. I like the idea of him following. This happens someone. all the time. We can all relate to that. Sure. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. I know. What, what, you, you, are these the the rowdy teens that are walking around your neighborhood? <laughs> and they have trombones. Why do you think I took up I took up running? <laughs> they just do it faster. <laughs> 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 the other the, the thing I like is the idea that he follows people and he's just like <laughs> It's way funnier. It's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what I got for the I love side. it. I mean, you know, this was a lot of fun. It's not like the most tragic thing, but there's plenty of people I it's know who It's pretty tragic. Would... <laughs> I <laughs> it's funny, but it's pretty tragic too. What, what does your husband do? I'd rather not say <laughs> He's an assassin. <laughs> an ass at him. Oh, no. My husband does have a good farting story. He was, uh, his ex-boyfriend was working at the Oscars one year, and so oh, no. my husband got to go to the Oscars with him. Okay. And at one point, he was in one of the bathrooms, and Clint Eastwood no. came to the urinal right next to him. No. Yes. And as he was peeing next to Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, at the same time as peeing, let out a big fart. Of course. Right? And in the silence that followed, he he looked over to my husband and goes, nothing better. So according to Clint Eastwood, there's nothing better than peeing and farting at the same time. <laughs> I learned recently that when guys pee, they often fart because it happens at the same time. There's something about our bodily function. Well, you're, you, once you relax one thing, I guess it's it easier to It just starts to, to open the gates, yeah. Well... Thank you for this. You're welcome. Thank you. I, I need to recover, so I'm leaving now. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you're still listening, come back and <laughs> join us next week again. Give us five farts. Stars. <laughs> uh, so goodbye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. The ten second fart. Bravo! <laughs> we hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.